G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East reporter Ron Ross joining us on the phone. Ron, it's been a horrible start to the week and Egypt have started their strikes against ISIS in the wake of those killings of the Coptic Christians earlier this week. Yeah, you wonder if ISIS have gone a step too far. Uh, They aroused the wrath of uh, King Abdullah in Jordan, and now they've got the Egyptian Air Force on their tail. Uh, They've had multi-strikes since the beheading of the 21 Coptic Christians, and uh, in the first report, uh, they killed as many as 64 terrorists and destroyed the Islamist terror group's training camps and weapons cache, and uh, that's going to continue because uh, they're quite... Terming. Uh, the Egyptian military said in a statement, avenging Egyptian blood and punishing criminals and murderers is our right and our duty. Uh, and these missions are going to continue. The Egyptian foreign ministry said the airstrikes are targeting ISIS locations in Derna, a port city in eastern Libya, leaving the situation as it is in Libya without a firm intervention to curtail these terrorist organisations would be a threat to international peace and security, the ministry said. Uh, We only wish a number of Western leaders would adopt the same attitude. And retaliate against ISIS, is that the suggestion? Yes, I would think so. And it's a very militant response that's required uh, because these guys are crazy, absolutely insane. And as I continue to say, uh, it just reminds me of John 10.10, where the devil comes to steal, to kill, to maim and to destroy. And if that's not ISIS in physical form today, I don't know what is. Yes, so certainly there's a call there to prayer above anything else, isn't there? Absolutely, and uh, there's been a call uh, to say that the the church militantly needs to become uh, participants in prayer and fasting and intercession uh, and drive back the powers of darkness uh, in the heavenlies. Uh, and allow the uh, militaries of the world uh, to take the victory physically. On the issue of uh, fighting by force, Egypt has decided not to go to the US to get their jet fighters now. They've switched to France? This is an amazing switch because the United States have uh, supplied billions uh, of uh, dollars to support uh, Egypt and their uh, armies. Uh, but uh, And so far the US is saying it's not concerned Uh, but uh, they said Egypt is a sovereign country and entitled to make their own uh, decisions. Uh, But on Monday, France and Egypt uh, signed a first foreign sale of a French-made fighter for $5.9 billion, and it's just the start. It's a 24-jet deal and uh, uh, indicates the seriousness that Egypt takes uh, with having their uh, air force well-armed. Washington is a long-term partner of Egypt and gives about $1.5 billion in aid every year, including $1.3 billion uh, in military assistance. 
but the new president is determined not to play games and have the United States control Egypt's interests and therefore switched its purchases to uh, France. Okay, so we've talked about Egypt and ISIS. Of course, we know that France is no stranger to attacks by ISIS either, and sadly neither now is Copenhagen, so that's been discussed as well, hasn't it, in the wake of those uh, what some are calling uh, anti-Semitic attacks. And I see that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is, is calling all Jews to come home, whereas, of course, the authorities in Copenhagen are saying they'll do everything that they can to protect their Jewish citizens and they should stay where they are. Yeah, well, and it's interesting that uh, not so long ago we had the uh, British Prime Minister saying how well they're going to protect their Jewish community. Uh, we had the French Prime Minister talking about how well they were going to protect the Jews in Paris. Uh, we've now got uh, Copenhagen saying they're going to protect their Jews. Uh, but, and we've seen now that there is a general warning uh, that there is a major war about to uh, break out right across Europe, uh, even to the point where Poland are spending a fortune uh, on getting their army ready for what may be a confrontation with uh, Russia over the situation in the Ukraine. And Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's never shy, and he called for European Jews to immigrate to Israel uh, on Sunday. Uh, he's warned that the tax against the Jews will continue. He said extreme Islamic terror in Europe has struck again and again, and it's this time in Denmark we send our condolences to the families of those killed. Uh, They are once again killing Jews on European soil simply because they're Jewish, and we encourage you to come home. There's been a bit of a backlash in Israel. Uh, President uh, Perez Uh, has said that Jews need to stay in Europe and maintain their freedom to live there. Uh, But at the present time, they're having a terrible time being killed there. And, of course, Israel itself is no stranger to being attacked. They are, in fact, under attack all the time, and this time from Iran, but on several different fronts. Yeah, I wonder if this statement by uh, Benjamin Netanyahu last week uh, is not a uh, preemption of his speech about to come up uh, in America at the the U.S. government meeting. He was speaking at the retirement ceremony for the Chief of General Staff, uh, Benny Gantz, and he warned that there are six different fronts that uh, Iran is sponsoring in a face-off against uh, Israel. Uh, He's a delegation that met with Netanyahu in recent days, following visits with a number of Arab, Arab leaders, said that those leaders shared many of Israel's concerns and noted that Iran and its proxies have taken over four historic centers of the Arab world, Beirut, Damascus, Baghdad, and now Sana'a, where the ISIS guys are uh, doing their terrible thing. Are the US still giving Israel updates on what's going on in talks with Iran? Isn't that pathetic? It's very petty. Uh, They announced uh, yesterday, Channel 2 News are reporting in Israel, uh, that the U.S. will no longer provide regular updates to Israel on the status of the nuclear talks with Iran. Prime Minister Netanyahu hit back today, and he made a statement saying that if if the talks with Iran are going so well, why is the Obama administration making it such a secret deal? If they've got something to talk about, if they've got positive reports to make, they should be doing that. Wendy Sherman, the Under Secretary of State 
for political affairs and head of the American negotiation team uh, for talks between Iran and six world powers, and Susan Rice, President Obama's national security adviser, said they were disconnecting their contacts with Israel's National Security Council. I think that's disgraceful. That's because of this upcoming speech, no doubt. That's what it's all over. They're dummy spitting, and they're dummy spitting in a dangerous way. All right, let's talk about the US presidential campaign for a moment then, because in the light of that, I see that uh, one of those candidates, Mike Huckabee, is warning that while the jihadists are attacking Israel, really, America should look out. And it reminds me very much of the declaration made years ago uh, in in Bethlehem, uh, first the Saturday people, then the Sunday people. And it was a warning that the uh, terrorist groups were going to attack Israel first, and when we did nothing about it, they'll switch their interest to the the West. Mike Huckabee uh, was making a statement on television that uh, Netanyahu absolutely should address Congress, he said, because... Iran has become a global snake, and he was talking about the Iranian effect around the world through terror groups and uh, the importance of Netanyahu letting the the world know these facts. He, He said that he'd visited Israel on numerous occasions and found them to be supportive and cooperative uh, with the United States and the only ally that the United States has in the Middle East. Uh, He said there is so much history, but not only that, politically, there's no place more interesting and at times more amusing than Israel, he quipped. He he said uh, what happens in Israel makes U.S. politics look comparatively sanguine. Apart from shared values, Huckabee also underlined what he saw as shared interests and existential threats of Israel and the US. He said, we have common enemies and we should unite to fight them. But he's already uh, he's already been proven to be correct, hasn't he? Because there are attacks happening against Jews. And if the homeland of Jews is Israel, then it already is happening in the West, be it in America or in other European countries. Yeah, he, he made the uh, uh, famous quote now. He said he called on Americans to understand that Israel really is the canary in the coal mine, a very popular saying. What a lot of Americans don't appreciate is that Israel is not the ultimate target of Islamic jihadists for annihilation. Many Americans think that if Israel would be destroyed, it would be a shame, but it wouldn't really impact the rest of us. But indeed it would, and it would seriously do so. Uh, And so uh, I've enjoyed Mike Huckabee as a... uh, uh, host on Fox News uh, because he's a very strong Christian and speaks out very boldly. And in this interview that he had uh, two days ago, he's been speaking out once again and making a lot of sense. Certainly one to watch. That is our Middle East reporter, Ron Ross. Ron, always good to talk to you. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Tracy. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.